Alright, welcome to CSP with Jesus and me. We're going to go on to jump into it today, y'all. Start off with prayer. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just come to you, Lord. We just open hearts, Lord, and lifted up hands, Father God. We just want to pray and say thank you, Lord. Thank you for everything that you have done for us, Father God. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for being such a good, honest, loving Father, above reproach, Father God, just King of Kings, Lord. Father, just, just bless this life, Lord. May it touch the people that need to touch, Father God, as I just move in obedience of your word, Father God. You know, our Father, who's really arched in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. Give us this day our daily bread, Father God, and forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Lord, we decrease so you may increase, Father God. May you get all the glory and all the praise forever and ever. Amen. All right, man. I'm going to go on and start. Ah. Little thirsty, little thirsty, little thirsty. So, yesterday... I was sitting on my game and I was playing the game. And when I was playing the game, I just felt like this this very heavy oppression that I was just just dealing with. And I was so frustrated and so moved that I just came out and I sat in my living room. Now, of course, I know the things that just been on my heart. We're going to get into all of that. But I just wanted to be open and honest and transparent with God. And I always talk transparency. I always talk being open. I always talk just telling God your true emotions and your true feelings. Now, some of the things I might say tonight might shock you, but preferably everybody will have a level of maturity tonight to understand that what I cried out to God, I'm sharing a transparent moment and a vulnerable moment I had that it may free some of you up as well. Because that's kind of how this thing go. Your testimony is not your own. You know, I would love to keep my revelations and things to myself, but that's just not how the faith is set up, obviously. But moving right along. So Let's just start from what was just on my mind, what was just on my heart, what was just so, so pressing. Um, I, I don't know where a lot of y'all at right now, wherever you at, whatever you if you're listening, if you're watching, if you're on live right now, wherever you at. I told the Lord, I said, Father, it's too much. That's that's where I started off at. I, I said, Father, I said it's 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 too much. And of course, Holy Spirit always nudges and wants you to open up and say it, even though he knows exactly what it is. What do you mean it's too much? I said, Lord, you are too much. This world we live in is too much. Everything that's going on is too much. Everything I want to do is too much. 
And then I thought about this scripture, come to me, ye who are uh, burdened and heavy laden. And, you know, sometimes we can read scriptures and we can read scriptures and we can meditate on scriptures all day. But what does it really mean to come to God, you who are burdened and heavy laden? It, it, it just, just, what does that mean? Like, it's so easy to say. It's so easy to just throw out these verses. Oh, just meditate on this. I had to get in a place and I had to talk to the Lord and just be straight up. I said, Lord, you know you're invisible, right? Look, y'all ain't got to be real with me tonight. I'm not here for nobody to be real with me. I said, Lord, you do know you are invisible, right? You know, I can't see you. Half the time when I pray, I know it's the enemy trying to make me doubt if you even real. But come on, I can't hear you. You know, that your voice is quiet. Your voice is still. But these problems and these worries are very loud. You say get in a quiet place. I do that. I get in a quiet place and I do that. And I sit there and I read scripture and I pray. And I say, sometimes, Lord, what this got to do with the price of beans in Mexico? It seems like everybody got a solution that just makes it so easy. Just, uh, just get in the presence of the Lord. Just get into his good graces and just honor him as holy. I said, Lord, I'm pissed. I said, I'm pissed. And, and, and you want praise? And you want worship? Y'all ain't ready for the real. I said, Lord, I'm pissed. I said, I'm pissed. You, you won't praise and you won't worship when I'm mad. So I had some worship music on YouTube in the background on my TV. And these guys were just in this uh, parking lot, man. And they had microphones out there. And, I mean, they was just worshiping. And uh, people was in the parking lot just on the ground just lifting up their hands and their, their heads and lifting up their hands. And it's just, oh, God, oh, God, thank you. You could just see it on their face. They were just so in awe. I said, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like that. I said, I don't feel like that. I said, if I start praising and if I start worshiping you right now, it'll be a lie. Because I don't feel like you are worthy of my praise. See, these are the conversations that nobody really wants to have in their private time with God because you think God is so small that he cannot handle those emotions. I mean, I'm going to take my time with this. I'm going to take my time with this because I, 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 I want you to feel me. I want you to feel me like you ain't never felt me before. Because you have seen other content and you've heard me say these things. But like like I used to sugarcoat a lot, man. I used to really sugarcoat a lot, believe it or not, and held back emotions because I understand the Christian community can be so fragile sometimes. And you get on here and you watch these TikTok videos and you watch Facebook videos, Instagram videos, and all these things, and people just, oh God, I said, but what about the person that don't feel like that? What about the person that don't feel like you worthy of my praise. What about the person that feel like, what am I thanking you for? And for so long, I was so afraid to just tell God, even though he knew. I said, Lord, 
I don't feel like I love you. I said, I don't even know you. I said, Lord, you you put me on this platform. You 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 give me these people, and I get up here and I talk to them, and I and I say what's on my heart. I say what you put on my heart. I be so transparent and so vulnerable, and then I get off, and I just feel like a two dollar whore. Now y'all ain't ready for that conversation. What you mean you feel like a two dollar whore? Meaning I feel like you used me to give a message to somebody else that needed it. But where was my message? Where was my words of encouragement? Where is my peace? Like when I pray and I ask for signs and I say, Lord, just show me that I'm on the right direction. Show me that I'm doing the right thing. I say the only time I feel you is when I'm doing it for somebody else. And you guys may have wondered why I, I don't make as many, I stopped making as many videos. I stopped going live as much. I would take breaks here and there because I was pissed. And rightfully so, I was pissed because I was tired. How do you think, because you, you never know what the person on the inside is feeling. You 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 watching me from on the other side of a screen and you amen and you and you and you loving it and you liking it and, and I'm loving that you liking it and I'm liking that you loving it. But on the flip side, when this camera go off, you have no idea how I feel. Because so many people can say, oh my God, this message, it touched me. And I'm not even a preacher. You can say, oh my God, this, this podcast, it touched me. What you said was so real, it was freeing. And at the whole time, the whole time, I was so jealous of you all. I'm gonna just call a spade a spade. I was so jealous of you all because I feel like God used me to help you, but where is my help? What was my help? I said, Lord, when I'm a husband, when I work, when I have all these goals and these ambitions and all these things that you put on my heart and I'm seeking direction and I feel like you so quiet, but I notice how you respond when my wife wants something. Oh man, let's, let's, let's be real. When my wife wants something, it seemed like all of a sudden money just come out of nowhere. All of a sudden, I'm just making money. Like my wife can say, "Oh, I want to go on a cruise. I want to do this and I want to do that." And all of a sudden, I'm just money just start populating. And then I said, when I ask for something, all of a sudden you disappear. So I so and I'm speaking out of emotion. I'm not speaking out of truth. I'm not saying that. God actually disappeared because that's a lie. And that's a lie from the pit, the pit of Sheol. But I'm telling you how I feel because I'm, 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 I'm a person that has emotion. So you're doing all right. I'm not finna get on here and be giving everybody else a message. You ain't got no message for me. I ain't got no message for them. One thing I always admired about God was that he don't, let's just be thankful that he's not a God that move off emotion. You know, he's not a God that he's not a father that 
moves off of every little one of our hissy fits, right? I appreciate y'all prayers, man. I'm glad y'all feel where I'm coming from. I, I, I just really want to talk to somebody tonight. And I said, Lord, you know, it seems like when I pray for somebody else or if I pray to use me for somebody else, you... Oh my God, what, 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 wait, what, wait, what, wait, ain't no wait, but when it's time for Chris, that as something that when I say solely benefits me, meaning that nobody would probably get as much use out of it than I would. Like if I say, man, Lord, I want, I don't know, just make up something, a, a new game or something. All of a sudden, the game I want is on sale at a time when all my bills are due. So it wouldn't be fiscally responsible for me to go buy it. And then it's like, dang, now I got to go get this game at full price. Now, now, let me tell you something. I'm a little fruit. You know what I'm saying? I want things, but it's kind of like, yeah, $780, you know, I don't know. I can spend money on other people with no hesitation, but. When it comes to spending stuff on myself, I'm kind of a little frugal. You know what I mean? I wait for it to go on sale or something. That's just me. But when I ask for things, it just don't happen right then. But let me say, yeah, you know, my back hurt. I want a new mattress, Lord. It don't happen. But as soon as my wife say, yeah, baby, I think I need we need a new mattress because my back's hurting too. Man, I'm running to mattress sales, being this mattress on sale. I meet a guy at my job that sell mattresses, and I'm just over here like, this can't be real. They gotta be a joke. They gotta be a jokey joke. For real, for real. And at that point in my life, you guys, it caused you to become really hard. Really really hard and i say that because that's exactly what i want to talk about tonight is how to soften your heart when it becomes hard the first thing i had to admit is that lord my heart is hard towards you i ain't trying to I, look man i ain't talking about nothing else but the truth I sat here and I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't know if I love you for real. I don't even know if I like you right now. Man, but God is so good because he eats that because he knows how you really feel. He just knows that you're frustrated. And I say, Lord, I, I don't even know if I like you. You want me to sit up here and worship? I go to church and I sit people and they falling out and they, oh my God. And I said, Lord, I don't feel none of that. And he's just so good because he don't strike me down from my emotions. But he says, son, I understand. He told me he understands. But Lord, I say, you keep saying you understand. But but what but, but what what a what a shaking bait. You know, the Ricky Bobby shaking bait. You know, some of that shake and bait. Where, where it's at? You saying you understand what? You know, and it was so many times God had to reposition my thought process. 
And I promise you one time, as I was expressing my frustration with the Lord, he asked me, he said, what did I do? Well, Lord, you, um, uh, uh, let me see. It was that one time you, uh, you did, uh, and I'm over here just contemplating, uh, Lord, yeah. And he said, exactly. Exactly. What did I do? And a lot of us has to ask ourselves that question when we feel like we're mad at the Lord. Ask yourself, what did he do? What did he do or what didn't he do? What did he do or what didn't he do? So what, what didn't I do? Well, Lord, you didn't do this and Father God, you didn't do that. And he's like, how you know I wasn't? Oh, man, I don't want to hear that. I ain't even getting all that. I am saying that. Say that naked. Anywho, back to me on the couch. So when I felt this heavy burden over myself, this, this burden of trying to figure out, okay, Lord, I'm trying to, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm being so transparent, and I'm letting you guys into my personal life which is always a scary thing for me, but I'm letting you guys in my personal life. I say, Lord, I'm trying to lead my wife, but we just come from two different walks of life. I spent 20 some years doing this my way. She spent 20 something years doing this her way. And she's a submissive wife. But Lord, sometimes when I lead, I have to give her an answer I know she don't like, but then I got to put up with the emotions of her not liking it. Y'all feel what I'm saying? Like, is this making sense? Because this world has gotten so confused that it makes us believe that us as husbands like disappointing our wives. She may understand why the answer is no, but you still got to deal with the pouting. You still got to deal with the sad face. You still got to deal with this. It's like, you know? And I say, I'm working. I got these goals, Lord. And I just got so frustrated because every time you start a goal and it's just like too much information is a bad thing. Like, if you say you got a goal where you want to build carpets, you meet somebody that build carpets, oh, my God. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, one of my favorite movies, top five, laugh at me all you want to, but my one of my all-time favorite movies is uh, National Treasure with Nicolas Cage, the, the first one and the second one. I love history. I'm, I'm, I'm just big on history. I love the just learning how everything started. That's just me. That's why I loved reading the Old Testament so much because it kind of like shows you the foundation. Um, and it was easy for me to break down the Old Testament thanks to the Holy Spirit, of course, but I just loved it. But National Treasure um, was one of my, my favorite movies. And I said, Lord, sometimes I feel like that's my life because in that movie, 
you, you, you're trying to get somewhere, but it's like one clue lead to another. This clue lead to that clue. This clue leads you back to the clue you just left, and then you realize it was something else under that clue, and now you got to go somewhere else. So I said, look, I'm tired. Why can't I just get a straight answer? Why can't it just be make a right, then a left, wait outside, and somebody's going to come and get you? It, it's just never that simple. It's just never that simple. It's never that simple. And a lot of you are like, oh my God, yeah, it ain't never that simple. No, y'all don't understand. Because the, it's certain pressures that a man feels. It's certain pressures that a woman feels. It's certain pressures that you feel. It's like, Lord, my time. It's like I, I got to go to work and give my time to, to, to building um, income. To take care of my household i said lord then my wife wants my attention and then i said lord then then i have to give attention to family and friends and i said lord sometimes i come home and it's like i just sit on my couch like and i want to play my game and then as soon as i hop on the game or i hop on the couch it's like you got to go to bed because you got to get up in the morning and it's just like this is too much. No, I'm not saying I don't love working. I love working. But it was at a point where I felt like I was giving myself to everybody but me. I didn't even know who I was no more. I didn't even know who I was no more. You can ask me, hey, man, what do you like? I don't know. I don't know what my favorite color is. I don't know what I like. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was I, I became so indecisive. I can go to Jersey Mike's and they can be like, what kind of bread you want? I'll be like, bro, I don't know. I don't know what kind of bread I want. Well, sir, you gotta pick. Oh, I can't make no decision right now. Just pick a bread. I don't care. I don't know. I used to like wheat and I used to like white. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And then you trying to become consistent. In every area, it's like you're trying to become consistent spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally. And I said, Lord, this is too much. This is too much. I'm trying to become consistent in four different areas of my life all at the same time. It's like if I get up on, if I, if I get uh, uh, you can always ask for prayer. Yeah, you can always ask for prayer um, at any time. I said, Lord, if I wake up in the morning to spend time with you, I lose sleep. I said, Lord, if I choose to spend time with you when I get off, I don't get a chance to wind down. And I said, Lord, I want to spend time with you. But it's a sacrifice on both ends. And then that's when God showed me. He said, I want you to want to spend time with me. I want you to want to spend time with me. And then I received confirmation because I saw another video like that on TikTok after he told me that. I got on TikTok and somebody said that 
we we do this thing where we try to sit up here and make time for God early so we don't have to make time later. And that went, went that's what went back to my frustration with God. I said, Lord, I don't know how to spend time with you. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Lord, I, I, I read the word. I'm spending time like I want conversation. I said, I, I want conversation. And you wonder why it's easy to pick up the phone and phone a friend. Because you hear what this person is saying. And I said, Lord, the one thing about your presence, it forces us to be still. I'm glad somebody listening to me not tonight, man. The thing about God's presence is that it forces us to be still. And that caused me to be so upset because God was not responding to me in a way that I want him to respond. I said, Lord, I wake up one day to get in your presence. I go to the gym and then I fall off. And then I said, I just can't do this no more, Lord. And I began to become so angry. I began to, 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 to hurt and be so mad because I ain't gonna lie. Man, I just see people, you know, they up at five, they in their prayer journals, they're reading, they're off to the gym. I'm talking about they started their day, they go have a great day at work. I'm talking about they come back, they they done slayed dragons, they done. I'm like, bro, we cannot be living in the same 24 hours. Can't be living in the same 24 hours. Ain't that way possible we're living in the same 24 hours? Man, these folk done got up in the morning, spent time with God. They done raised eight kids. They done went to school, went to work. They done went out to eat. They done had brunch. They done had mimosas. They, and, and they at home by 6.30. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I said, look, it ain't no way. We all, and they get nine hours of sleep. I said, it ain't no way. It, it, it ain't no way. I ain't even trying to hear all that. It, it, it ain't no way. That is a lie. I refuse to believe that. And as I sat there, trying to get into the presence of God, I couldn't do anything but get more mad. Like, man, man, look. I thought you're supposed to go to God's presence to release. I'm in God's presence getting more pissed. Follow me. I'm getting more pissed off in God's presence. And my heart is just heavy and I'm mad and I don't understand why. It's just like my heart was just so, so just, I was just so angry and enraged because I just felt like, oh, woe is me. I ain't got nothing to be thankful for. I'm just like, oh, woe is me, woe is me. And I was just so, I was just so mad with the Lord. And I was just like, Lord, it's not fair. Your words say this. Oh, God, your words say that. I don't, I don't know if it was righteous anger, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, Sasha, if it was righteous anger or not. But I will say this, my sister. I will say this. God 
is an amazing father. And whether that anger was righteous or whether that anger was from the pits of hell, Holy Spirit sat with me in that moment and he did not budge. He did not flinch. He did not falter. He did not strike me down. He did not wipe me out. He sat right there in that moment and he let me get all of it out. Every last little bit of it. He didn't throw up in my face all the good things he did. He didn't throw up in my face why he's such a better God than I'm giving him credit for. He didn't make me extra promises. He didn't say, oh, oh, son, don't be mad because I'm going to do this for you and I'm going to do that for you. No, he sat there and he let me get it all out. I don't know about you all. But I can't think of nobody in this world that will let you dump on them like that. I don't think it's nobody in this world that was, I don't care if it's your spouse, I don't care if it's your kids, I don't care if it's your best friend, your mama, your auntie, your grandma, your godmama, your godbrother, your goddaddy, your uncle, I don't care. There's nobody in this world that when you have reached a, a level of pissivity, when your back is against the wall, when, when, you, when you are ready to snap, crackle, and pop, there is nobody that will sit there and allow you to get it all out like that. In that moment, God wasn't offering me no solutions. He wasn't offering me, he wasn't woe with me, he wasn't giving me a pity party. God, in his silence, his silence was enough to remind me why he is Lord. His silence was enough to remind me why he is Lord. Because when I think about every time I tried to unleash these emotions on somebody, it went south. It showed or it did. It showed or it did. It went south. Man, I tell you, it went south so bad. It went south. It went south, y'all. Now, the good thing about all this is that I know the next question is going to be. So what? What was the? What was the, the pivot out of my anger and my frustration? What was that pivotal moment that just made me? Surrender. And it was a revelation. The revelation was my heart had become hard. 
had to give me a little drinky drink. And for those who are listening and not watching, that was water I was drinking. That was that, that was water. That was water. Eat water. I was shocked. I mean, when the Lord showed me that my heart was hard, I got scared because the first thing I started thinking about was everybody I read in the word who voice was hard. It, 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 that wasn't a good thing. Pharaoh's heart was hard and, and, and look what happened to him. And I was like, Lord, have I indulged so much in sin? Have I failed so much to sin? And, and, and this is what we got to understand. Paul's pen in the conversation. When I say fail to sin, you guys have to understand. See, you guys got your favorite sins that you love to talk about. You love to talk about the adultery and the cheating and the fornication and the and the, and the, and the um, pornography. And you love to talk about all these things. You love to condemn all these things. You love to condemn the lying and the blasphemy. You might even come against gossip and come against the witchcraft and things. But do you know you sin daily and you could touch none of those things? You can touch none of those things that I named and you can be living in sin because of your heart posture. Because of your heart posture, you can be living in sin. So I was so afraid. I said, Lord, have I been coveting, Lord? Have I been so much of a complainer? Have I been so much of a whiner? Have I been so much of a blasphemer? Have I been so much of a doubter? Have I been so much of a double-minded person that my heart has become so hard? I said, Lord, I haven't even been forgiving as I'm supposed to. Through therapy, I have figured out that I was just so much more madder than I thought I was. I could walk around here today and you were like, oh my God, Chris is a great guy. Oh yeah, I love his TikTok. Oh yeah, I love his YouTube. I love the, I love his podcast. Oh yeah, he's a great guy. But yet that same person you over there talking about is a great guy was walking around with so much unforgiveness in his heart. And to be truthful, if you was to ask me, did I have unforgiveness in my heart? My answer would have been, no, I forgive everybody. I ain't got a problem with nobody, but the truth is, had that day would have been my last day, all this stuff I told y'all would have not even mattered. Y'all would have been out here talking about, oh, that was a good brother. I know he's in the pearly gates. I know he's in heaven. I know he's with God. And y'all would have been completely wrong. Because had I would have died with unforgiveness in my heart, it was only one place I could go. And that's just Bible. The Bible says, how can I forgive you of your sins if you don't forgive others of theirs? And then when I thought about that, that made me more mad. Because I said, Lord, how do I forgive? How do I, how, what is forgiveness? Like, I don't feel no type of way, but you still trying to tell me I'm holding on to unforgiveness? What are you, what, what are you saying to me? Come on, you ain't making it make sense to me, big dog. I just got out the moment where I was pissed. Now I'm pissed again. You saying my heart is hard. You saying I'm carrying around unforgiveness in my heart. I ain't got no problem with these folk. If I saw them today, I salute them. What? What's up? 
What's up? Man. Man, look, man. Let me tell y'all. Let me let me let me tell y'all something. When I sat up there and God showed me my heart was hard. He showed me that my heart was also hard towards him. And man, I tell you, man, I tell you, I was so afraid of that moment because I was like, Lord, how did, how did, how did we get here? That the, the seeds that the enemy plants in you, y'all don't understand how strategic this man is. It's like the enemy plays the long game. The, the devil plays the long game. And it's so crazy at the things that y'all think that the devil just runs away from, but you have no idea that he plays the long game. He's very strategic. I mean, he will have you thinking that you forgave everybody and you be out here living in unforgiveness. You be out here living in resentment. You out here living in hurt. God also showed me why my heart was hard. You know, sometimes you have to take your thoughts. Not sometimes. Let me say this. All the time. You have to take your thoughts to God. And this is where the conversation gets real. Every single thought, every single thought that you have, you have to take it to the Lord. You have to say, Lord, I give you that thought. Is that your thought? Is that my thought? Is that the enemy thought? Lord, who thought is that? What is this thought doing here? How is this thought serving me? For years, for years, for years, for years, I always thought about the past. Like, I will always think about the past, like, oh, man, like, I, man, like, I remember the, like, the glory days. And I say, quote, unquote, the glory days, because a lot of us have gotten older. For us that are, like, going into our 30s, we're still young, but some of us been living life, like, outside of parental, you know, I guess, guidance or whatever, since we was, like, almost 18 or younger than 18. I know I was younger than 18 doing my own thing. And we call those the glory days. And now that we're getting older and we're pushing our 30s, if not already in our 30s, sometimes the enemy try to just remind you of the past, especially when God started doing stuff in your life. As far as like, you might have gotten married, you might start having kids, you might start uh, doing all these things and you feel yourself maturing and you see yourself following God and maturing in Christ and doing all these other things. And then the devil reminds you like, yeah, man, that girl that came to your house that one time, yeah, man, you should have hit that. You should have hit that when you had the chance, but you know, you married now, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't need to be thinking about that, man. You know what I'm saying? You married, you got a wife. That's all that matters. And you'd be like, what in the world? Where did that come from? Or, oh, 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 that one girl that came to your house that you did do something with? See, see, if you knew, see, see, what you be doing now to your wife, imagine if you were doing that same thing to her back then. Cause see, you didn't know that move. You didn't know that leg up. 
You know what I'm saying? You ain't know that move. You ain't know all that back then. Oh, man, but you know what? Uh-huh. And that's how your thoughts move in your head. They be like, oh, man, but you know, don't worry about that. It don't matter no more. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter no more. That's, that's, that's gone. Oh, man. Oh, man. Remember that? Remember that? Remember when you were single? Oh, man, look at your paycheck. Oh, man, but look at your paycheck. But you know, you got you got bills, you got rent, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. See, but you know, cause when you were single, man, when you if you would have had a check like that when you were single, oh man, you ought to know what time it would have been. But you know, don't be thinking about that. Don't be thinking about that. Like that's how the devil move in your head. He have you constantly thinking about the past when you were already living in the blessing that God has already brought you out of. I had some real, real, real messed up living situations. Real messed up living situations. And then the devil started making me feel a certain type of way about my apartment. He started making me feel a certain type of way about my apartment. And then God had to remind me, he was like, son, you was once on the floor. You was once in some projects on the floor, sleeping on a twin mattress with no box spring, sleeping on a twin mattress with no rails in the corner of the room. You was in an apartment with no central heat. I mean, no AC, no nothing. You hear gunshots, drug dealers, they partying outside your window, homeless people sleeping outside your window. But see that, and and and, and you and this would get me, get me, bro. This, this would get me. This is the story that nobody wants to tell. Everybody wants you to think that if you read the word and you that, that you man, look, this podcast is for the real. Man, it was times. When I used to, I, I, and, and this ain't no shade towards my mama, nothing like that, but it is what it is. Sometimes you just got to call it a spade a spade. Man, I remember back in the day when I didn't have my own and and I was living in, in these projects, man, and we had like real roach problems, like real roaches. They were real roaches. They were no play-play roaches. They was real roaches. I'm talking about you could just walk in your bathroom, it be roaches on the it be roaches on the sink. You go in the kitchen to go get a plate, it's roaches on the cabinet door. See, y'all, some of y'all don't understand, like, this was some of us was. And we are eons away from that. Eons away from that. But see, because of social media, because of all these other outlets, you people don't understand, like, bro. That two-bedroom apartment you got with just the air mattress and a 32-inch flat screen, you have came so far away. So far away from where you used to be. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I remember being in relationships where I was so insecure and I didn't know where I stood with this person. Like if I was pissed, if I was mad, that girl would just let me be mad. 
But then you get into a marriage where your woman is constantly asking you, what's wrong? What's wrong, baby? How do you feel? Talk to me. Tell me how you feel. And she don't let you go to bed mad. But yet you let the devil tell you that it was better being single. It was, it was. What? You get on Instagram and you see all these things and you let the devil tell you, oh man, you missing out. Missing out on what? I, like, I'm holding back tears because I want people to understand something. I remember when it was a time in my life where I couldn't go to sleep unless I smoked some. I had to roll up some bud, some ganja, just to go to sleep at night because the insomnia was that real. I remember what I had to, I remember when I had to keep liquor in my house and I would have to get drunk to go to sleep because I could not go to sleep on my own. I've came so far from that. Now I go to bed instantly, simultaneously with my wife, like easily, unless I'm just up. Like, I remember those nights when I used to get 10, 11, 12, 13 text messages from all these different people and be like, man, I don't even want to talk to all y'all for real. But you let the enemy tell you that where you at now, you missing out. But this is what you prayed for. When I was working at the post office, I was working 12 hours a day Eight on the weekend. And I remember being so miserable. And I just quit in May. I just quit in May. But then the devil tried to get you to complain about this job that you have now where you can just, like at the post office, you can just get no time off. You just can't go get no time off like that. But you had a job now where you could just go up to your manager and He's gave you so much favor with your leaders that you could just go to your manager and say, I got a dentist appointment on Tuesday. Can I switch my off days? And it's like, yeah, okay. Or I'm running a little behind. It's going to be okay. Yeah, you good. Man, at the post office, if you was one minute late, you was in somebody's office. You was in somebody's office. But you at a job now where you could just go and say, hey, 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 I need to do this. My wife graduating on Friday. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 I need to take this day. She's like, oh, okay, that's cool. You got a job where they give you all your sick time up front. You get your vacation time up front. They give you so much time, you don't even know what to do with it. You just got time off just because you got time off. It's like they're just throwing time at you. Oh, you get a, you get another day. Oh, you get emergency time. And all that don't come out the same pot. They got time on time. I feel like flavor flavor with all this time I got. 
Just time on time, just time. Just what you need to do, you can do it. Benefits off the wall. Oh, your arm fell off? Okay, we'll put it back on. $5. $5. That's the best insurance I done had in my life. And guess what? I'm only working eight hours a day. But see, we get so caught up in these, oh, I got a government job and I got this. Let me tell you something. Stop sleeping on these jobs. Because what you what you trying to do, what 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 you're trying to do is get the job that look good to everybody else. You want the position that look good to everybody else. But the whole time, Walmart treated you better than the, uh, the darn VA. Just throwing it out there. Just saying. You, 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 you went and worked for some company you found on Indeed that don't nobody know about, but you making more money than somebody working in public service. Like y'all, y'all, y'all. And let me be the first one to say I fell for it. When I say I fell for it, I let the devil play me out position that my heart got so hard towards God because I started feeling like I'm missing out. But you had roaches crawling on you at one point in your life. You had roaches crawling. But you had roaches crawling on you at one point in your life. And you think that and you let the devil you let the devil tell you that you doing bad when you got a fully renovated apartment, when you got a freaking lake view. If it was sunny outside, I'd pop these blinds open, you would see water. I, I, you, let, you let the devil. You let the devil tell you that. Come on now. You had roaches crawling on your face. I remember it was a point in time where I wouldn't let nobody come on my house. Drop me off at the start sign. Don't even worry. Don't even worry about it. I take nah, don't take me to the door. Don't take me to the door. Roach might meet you in the park. Like, don't take me to the door. We just gonna drop me off at the start sign. Matter of fact, don't even take me home. Just drop me off at the train station. I I catch the bus. The bus start running, I walk, I walk, don't come to the house, don't come to the house. Like, but look at you now. Look, look, look at you now. And some of you have a great potential spouse, whether you a man listening or a woman listening, you have a great potential spouse. But you letting the devil harden your heart because he still you you still think about my man. You you still thinking about my man. Or 
you afraid to commit to that great woman of God because you can't manipulate her. You can't manipulate her. She's not coming out them draws. She's not coming to your house. She ain't saying you got to take on no date, but she ain't coming to the house. Oh, she wifey type. Oh, she showed up. She showed up to your house with somebody else. Oh, that's accountability. But you don't want her because you, 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 let me tell you something, fellas. See, you want her, but you also want to prove to yourself. You want to prove to yourself that what you feel about every woman is correct. That's why you try her. Because if she falls for it, then you can validate yourself and say, ah, she's just like everybody else. That's what you want. Because you're constantly letting the devil harden your heart. Or should I say you are letting your heart be hardened. Because you refuse to believe that God is so good that maybe this is the right woman for me. Oh, let me guess. You still trying to see if God going to give you this same woman with a BBL. Oh, okay. That's what it is. All right. Yeah, yeah, woman, God, God, the woman is fine, but I just want to make sure you're not going to give me the same woman with a BBL because I still need the flakes on the ground. I still want people to lust after my woman. I still want the 30-inch bust down. That's, that's what you want to do. You don't believe this is God. You just try to make sure God ain't going to spin the block, Right? Because you want somebody, everybody. Let me tell you something, brother. And I'm going to just keep it 150 with you. Not even 100. I'm going to keep it 150 with you. You can have the most regular woman. And I'm not even saying she's regular. But you can take the most regular woman. And a man could have a woman with all the BBLs in the world. She got more BBLs than Buffalo Wild Wings. And people will still want what you got. Yeah, God, I, this is the good man. But I'm just waiting to see if this is the good man. With the straight teeth, you gotta, you got, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure, Lord, this is you. You ain't got another man of God in the back with a six pack, huh? <laughs> that what it is. Y'all, y'all trip me out because you let the devil trick you. Y'all, 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 Lord, this is a good man. He talked to me. He he texts me all the time, but. But he need a root canal and a crown. And I don't know if you got somebody else in the back with all their teeth together. I don't know. And then you'll be mad when that same man go get the braces and spend, spend the block 
and be with somebody else. Because we keep telling God to check the back. Like what he's given us is not sufficient enough. I learned something so, so profound. It said fasting is as a reminder of our constant dependence on God. You praying for a spouse, you praying for a husband, you praying for a job. But have you taken care of what God gave you already? See, see, you done came to Christ, right? This that was the first step. You came to Christ. Yo, yo, evil and selfish desires and ambitions ain't stopped. You just trying to do it for God. See, you wanted to be popular in the world, but you gave your life to Christ. So now you want to be popular in the kingdom. Oh, see, 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 now you're so kingdom minded that you don't want to do nothing with the world no more. It's just all about God. God, give me the stage, the platform, give me the, the position in the church, make me chief of staff, uh, uh, make me an adjutant, Lord, Father God, make me, make me an armor bearer, Lord, Father God, make me the right hand to the prophetess or the right hand to the prophet. Give me a Bible to carry. That's, that's what you want to do because you feel like that is proving your worth. But then the Bible says those with who, who don't handle little can't handle much. See, when you're living for the kingdom, you got to understand. We're supposed to bring the kingdom to earth. Or am I wrong? Because see, what Jesus told me was, he said, what would I do? If I was at this job, are you helping the customers at your job to the best of your ability? Because if Jesus was there, he'll be employee of the month every month. Because when people came to Jesus, he did everything that he could. That was within his father's will for that person. So guess what? If you're at that job and you have a job title, it is your job to do everything within that job title to the best of your ability. But see, you don't want to do that. You want to run over here to the kingdom. And you want to say, God, I can do everything you want me to do over here. But God said, you didn't do everything I wanted you to do over there. You couldn't even be the best cashier. You couldn't even be the best customer service rep. You couldn't even, you, you saw that tissue on the floor when you went to the bathroom. You didn't even want to pick it up. You saw somebody miss the, 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 the trash can with the paper towel. You didn't even want to pick it up and throw it away, but you want to run it over here and you want to clean up the church house. That's what you want to do. So you grow this hard heart towards the Lord because you feel that God is not giving you. I'm speaking to myself. You grow this hard heart towards the Lord because you want to do everything kingdom because it... It gives you this sense of satisfaction that you're doing everything that God wants you to do. God wants you to do it over there. God wants you to do it in your marriage. God wants you to do it in your family. See, you want to go get on stage and tell everybody else how to forgive, but it starts in your own house. 
It starts at the Thanksgiving and the Christmas tables. When you still mad at something your auntie or your uncle said to you, when they told you you was getting a little fat in the back, when that back was getting a little fat, you had a problem when they said what they said. Just being, it, it starts in your own family. You wanna, you wanna start, you wanna start doing everything for God, but God is telling you it starts where you act. You want to create content. You waiting on the best camera, the tripods, and the selfie lights. When it's people out there starting with the Galaxy A023. When people out here making content on the Pixel 7. When people out here ain't even got a camera. They borrowing somebody else's phone to shoot a video. But God, when I get, but God, when you bless me with, I'm going to do it. No. And see, when you have that type of attitude towards the Lord, that's when your heart becomes so hard. You blame the only person that's like, bro, what I do? God is not a God of skipping levels. Either you're going to do it at this level and get promoted or you're not. When God showed me that my heart was hard, the first thing I did was Google, Lord, scripture verses. And see, and that's another thing. You know, we'll, we'll, we have to understand that the Bible is spiritual first, but it still implies a high level of practicality. Like, if you're going through something and you know the answer is in God's word, you will sit there and say, I'm waiting on God to give me a word. God ain't going to give you nothing that ain't in that, that ain't in that Bible. God ain't going to give you nothing that's not in that Bible. He's not going to go against nothing that's not in that Bible. you saying you're feeling depressed. Oh, Lord, I'm just waiting on God to give me a scripture to, to lead my heart to a scripture about depression. Um, Google scriptures on depression. Uh, uh, Google scriptures on anger. There's your word. Pick one. Which verse? Which verse do you want to meditate on? Because the word says meditate on my word day and night. We're making stuff harder than what it got to be. We're allowing our hearts to be so hard towards the Lord. And as I cut my worship music on and I found those scriptures about a, a, a friend, like un, unheartening my heart. Oh, my God. Psalms 139.24. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Uh, Psalms 139, 24. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of the everlasting. Psalms 51, 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me. Uh-oh, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Uh-oh, 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 oopsie, oopsie. What was said in Psalms 51, 10? 
Oh, oh, it said, created me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Robot, robot, robot malfunctioning, what's happening? Is that not God's word? Is that not God's word? Is that not his spoken word? Oh, oh, look, like, no, no, creating me a clean heart. Let's start right there. Creating me a clean heart. So this your boy David crying out to the Lord, meaning that, and see, this is the thing about the Holy Spirit, Jesus. This is the thing. You telling me that in David's emotions, God gave him the words to pray so that we can have it later on. He said, created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And this is telling me right now that our hearts can be filthy. This is telling me right now that he said, O God, not Osiris, not, 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 O man, man, not, not, O Kiki, not, O Keisha. Not O Sounder, not O Bryson Tiller, not O Sizzle, not O Beyonce, not O Rod Wave. Oh God. Music is by escape. Okay. All right. You go right ahead, little doggy. Created me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. That means my spirit can be wrong. And I said that. I said, Lord, I have a wrong spirit. Why don't I have a spirit of thanks? Lord, I'm not in a wheelchair. I'm not blind. I can hear out of both ears. I mean, I might got to put the subtitles on because my wife said the TV too loud, but I can hear for sure I can. I'm not walking outside bucket naked. I got clothes. I got shoes. I got food in my refrigerator that I ain't even cooked yet. Let me tell you something. I got food in my refrigerator. I ain't even cook it. Like, that might be a little mind-blowing for some people. But can I just talk about where I came from? Man, I remember when it was times I looked in the refrigerator and it wasn't nothing in there but baking soda. It wasn't nothing in there but baking soda.
I just said, I got food in my refrigerator. I ain't even touch it. And ketchup. You're right. Baking soda ketchup might be a little milk in there. No cereal. What smoke you say on Friday? Peanut butter, no jelly. But if I wanted to, I can go cook a six-course meal right now. By the grace of God. So the, when the devil trying to get you to look back, look back, all right, and say, man, how far God has brought me. Because, see, we have this thing. Oh, they're going to hate me for this. We have this thing where we feel like if we're not prospering, that we're not, if we're not successful, let me say that. If we're not successful, then we're not prospering. We compare prosperity to God's version of success. When I start making this podcast, when I start doing this, before before I just started doing this this year, oh, really? Do you know that this was something I wanted to do years ago? And you know what I told God? You know what I told God? Three, four years ago before I started doing this, before TikTok even started, before Tik even started talking, before TikTok started ticking, do you know what I told God? I said, Lord, you know what? I just got a heart for giving your word. Lord, as long as one person is watching, as long as one person is getting something from this, I don't care who watches. And the Lord said, Bet. Cause when you first start, you getting the most engagement, you getting the most comments, the most follows, the most likes. And then all of a sudden, guess what? You feel like I'm on such a great path. You eager to get in front of the camera. You eager to post content. You eager to do all these things. And all of a sudden, they just stop. That just stop. And then you start praying. And you say, oh, Lord, the enemy is coming against what you're trying to get me to do. The enemy is coming against my podcast. The enemy is coming against my YouTube. The enemy is coming. The enemy, the enemy, the enemy, the enemy, the enemy. You start sounding like the Migos. The enemy, the enemy, the enemy, the enemy. You start sounding like them. And then God showed me last night. He said, devil can't start no stop, man. I got going on. And in that moment, I remember this one guy, he reached out to me on Instagram after I took a month off in October. He reached out to me on Instagram. He said, all right, my favorite Christian podcaster, you've been gone for a minute. I need you to get back on your stuff. And in that moment, when I was giving thanks to God, praying these scriptures to soften my heart, he came to my mind and then God brought back to my memory what I said. Four, five years ago. That if I only had one person. Listening. That I wouldn't stop. But see when. When my TikTok was blowing up. And every time I was getting on TikTok. I had like 800 notifications. And new followers. And new likes. And new comments. And new reposts. And I had all that stuff going on. See back then I wasn't thinking about what I, what I told God. But God basically made me show him. Is what you're saying for real? 
Because God know what you're going to do, but do you know what you're going to do? Do you? Would you continue to make clothes if nobody was buying them? Would you continue to show up to work if you was the only one there? These are questions we have to ask ourselves and be honest. And be freaking honest. When everything's going good, it's all good and gravely. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's y'all. But as soon as things stop or they slow down, you quit. Because we compare our version of pro uh, prosperity to success. See, oh, when I was getting all the likes, the follows, the comments, and all these things, oh, God is with me. But as soon as it stopped, oh, God ain't, God ain't with me no more? God ain't with you no more. Because you've got too caught up in the feedback. You let the feedback be your God. You start living by the feedback. You start living by how much money you're making. You feel like if I'm not, if I'm making all this money, then I gotta be in the right job. Oh. Oh, you didn't want to hear that. I'm sorry. Hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know you didn't want to hear that tonight. And I'm not saying God is against money. I didn't say God is against money. One more time, I'm not saying God is against money. I don't think God wants you to be broke at all. But instead of instead of trying to be rich forever, try to be rich the right way. Can we be rich in spirit first? Because see, one thing about it, if you're not rich in spirit, that money ain't going to mean nothing. Because people get money and they lose money and they, and they end their lives because of it. I didn't want a hard heart no more towards the Lord. I didn't. I didn't want a hard heart anymore towards the Lord. And I was so disgusted with myself because I had a hard heart towards God. And I was so mad at God and I was so angry and I was so frustrated and I was just pissed, you know. And when God sat right there with me in the heat, when he sat right there with me in the moment, his peace was just so everything. Sometimes God's peace isn't him saying nothing to call your feelings. Sometimes his peace is his presence. Sometimes his peace is just being able. You know, let me tell y'all something. Y'all don't want to hear it. Y'all don't want to hear it.
You know why you feel so emotionally and spiritually backed up? It's because you may have somebody you can confide in, but you can it's nobody. And I'm going to tell you something. It's some people you could tell a lot of things to that you might can't tell other people. Don't get me wrong. But you're so spiritually backed up because it's so much you want to talk to God about. I mean, you want to talk to somebody about, but you can't. You can't 100% tell nobody everything. Because if you told somebody 100% every thought that you had, you'd probably be in a straitjacket. If you told somebody every perverted thought that you had, they probably wouldn't even be your friend. If you ever told somebody everything you felt on the inside, I bet you they look at you different. You know what, Holy Spirit, I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to just be honest with y'all because I'm going to pull back right now what the enemy wants y'all to keep. I can go to God. When I fail to pornography, I don't just go to God. I used to go to God timidly. Oh, Lord, I did it again. I ain't like that no more. I could go to God about stuff I can't even tell. I'm talking about in detail. I'm not saying you can't tell nobody that. But the talk in detail, I can't even talk to my wife in detail. If I bad look, nobody on this earth can emotionally and physically and mentally handle that. I don't care if it's your spouse. If you knew half of the stuff that went through your head, your spouse probably never fully look at you the same. If they really saw what was on that private browse. I don't care how straight you think you is or, 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 or how cool you think pornography is. If, if, if some people do what really came up on that private browser, they wouldn't look at you the same. But you know, when I, when I fail to it and I go back to God about it, I talk about God and I talk to God about it in detail. <laughs> I talk to God about it in detail. I start describing the video. I talk about the exact part of the video that I released to, why I chose that part of the video. I said, Lord, this video did something to my flesh. I said, Lord, it was this part of the video. I said, Lord, look, I went to God one time about some stuff I watched. And I said, Lord, how could I not like that? Even with certain music. Man, I played God a song one day. Y'all think I'm playing? Even I, like, you know, because it's a relationship. It's a relationship. Even though I know God heard the song, I played God a song. I said, Lord, you don't want me listening to secular music? Listen to this. Doom. And I started playing a song, and I cut it off. And I said, God, how can I not like that? This man is rapping my life. I said, Lord, listen to that beat. Listen to them bars. And then listen to this Christian rap. How can I switch? 
That's the type of relationship God wants you to have. He wants you to come to him real. I start playing Rod Wave. I play some Lil Wayne. I play, man, I play Drake. I play 21 Savage. I play all that stuff. I said, Lord, I said, God, listen to this and then listen to that. How in the world you want me to switch? How are we going to do this? I start, I, I put on an African. How are we going to do this? I done got African. I don't know. How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? This makes no sense. How are we going to do that? How do you want me to go from listening to, to this to listening to that? And me and the Lord laughed and had a good time. But that's dying to your flesh. That's dying to your flesh. As a married man, it was times I got on Instagram and I saw something. It was what it was, the, 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 the ceiling challenge. Y'all out here taping y'all phones to the ceiling. Boy, we're dealing with less enough as it is. Y'all don't put the phone on the darn ceiling. I like Jesus Christ. Can't we catch a break around this look? Y'all don't put the phone on the ceiling. And then y'all done brought two phones into the equation. You got one phone, you got one phone recording you, fake taping your phone to the ceiling. Then you got the area view. At this point, I said, Lord, the devil getting me from every angle. I said, Lord, you give me for everything. I can't even do this no more. Lord, they done put the phone on the ceiling, Lord. It was enough. Like, could you, could, y'all, y'all could have ended it. Y'all could have ended it with the bathroom sink pictures. When y'all used to be tutored up on the bathroom sink pictures, y'all could have left it at that. But they done put the phone on the ceiling. I said, Lord, this is why you don't give people nothing. This is why you don't give nobody nothing. They done put the phone on the ceiling, Lord. They hands ain't, ain't lifted that high in the church house, but they can lift up to put the phone on the ceiling. Lord Jesus. And I showed God the ceiling challenge. Man, somebody finna get free tonight. I showed God the ceiling challenge. And I showed God and I said, Lord, what you want me to do? I said, Lord, what you want me to do? And don't get me wrong, I got one of the baddest women in the world. I got one of the baddest women in the world as my wife. And I'm not just saying that. I know she bad. But when it comes to lust, what does that got to do? You can have whoever you want in that room married to. But, I, but I, 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 I'm showing God the phone like, Lord, what you want me to do with this? Do you see that? You made that. And you telling me not to look. I said, okay, Lord, you say I can scroll past the video. Watch this. Scroll past the video. Look, boom, there go another one. Uh, boom, there go another one. Me and, me and God would do like six videos. And I'm, I'm for real. Y'all think I'm, I'm like dead serious. Like, me and God would do like six videos. And I'm saying, and you and you saying scroll past it. Every time I scroll, it's for more cheeks, more cheeks, more cheeks, more cheeks. What you want me to do? Lord, they done put the phone on the ceiling, God. What? Uh, what else do you want me to do? I'm just like, well, I can't do this no more, Father. At this point, I, and then when I get off social media, you tell me that I'm running from my calling because I need to be on. I'm like, Lord, what you? It's at this point, I'm just going to record my little podcast and I'm going to just get off. I'm going to just get off. Because obviously, everybody got the answer. Everybody got the answer. I said, Lord, it's not even a city. I could be driving down the street. Somebody could come at my job with the shortest of shorts on. And I'm just like, 
It done came to my workplace, Lord. It's in my workplace. It's in the mall. And, and, and this is stuff I talked to my wife about. Me and my wife have been in the mall together and we have seen some stuff. And my wife was like, I see what you're talking about. Dang, it's, it's, it's everywhere. And my wife used to dress like that at one point. I said, you was with him. You used to dress like that. You used to tempt him too. And she was like, dang, really? I did used to do that. That's crazy. Yeah, you knew what you were doing. And I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the same way for women. I'm going to be real. Even when you finally get all that off your TikTok, let me tell you about lust. Sometimes somebody can be sitting up here and, and my sister in cry. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be so real. And I hate to be one of them people that make you feel like, oh, look, I'm just saying. It could be somebody talking about some real stuff in a video. And my eyes just go down to her chest area. And I'd be like, all right, I can't even listen to what you were finna say because you got tatas in the camera. And like, what they doing there? Like, did you not see your tatas in the camera when you was making this informative video? I'm talking about at some point, we just got to call a spade a spade. Because it's ridiculous at this point. She's just giving a, a good... Let me tell y'all about God. God in my life was... I'm just like... Scroll. Lord, if the message was meant for me to hear, send somebody else. Because this person here obviously has no tick control. And I'm just... I can't do it. Lord, Father God, I just want to come to you today and I just want you, and I'm just like, oh my God. I just, just, oh, let me kill Girl be trying to vlog, show her daily routine. I be like, man, I can't watch that. Cause she finna show us her doing her workout and all of, every time a girl show her workout, it got to be squats. And I'm just like, can you just show yourself walking in the gym and walking out with sweat and just saying, hey, I had a great workout? I will believe you. I will believe you. I promise I will believe you. Oh, my God. Let me tell y'all about God today. God is just such an amazing person. And I'm in a camera. I'm in a camera. Oh, Lord. I just be so tired. And it's like, Lord, I just be wanting to scroll. Like, I remember Vine. When Vine was just six seconds and it was just some of the funniest content you could put out there, it was safe. Nowadays, I just can't do it no more. Like, I'm fighting for my life. You know what I'm saying? Women is too, fighting for their life. It is a fight out here. It's times where a girl can have, and let me tell you about the spirit of lust. It's times where a, a girl could be given a video. I'm talking about just a whole little video, just nothing but net. No chest in the camera, no nothing. But you know, the devil will come to me and be like, she got some DSLs on her, don't she? And now I can't even finish the video because now I'm thinking about 
how her lips would look on some wood. See, that's the real y'all don't want. That's the real y'all don't want. That's the real y'all don't want. When it comes to the enemy, y'all don't want that real. You can't tell people that type of stuff. That stuff you got to go to God with. It was at one point, it was this one girl I followed, great Christian content creator, never did nothing, you know, provocative, never showed nothing provocative, but she had some really big lips. But guess what? Is it her fault she had big lips? No. But because of the doors that I was introduced to as a kid, the doors that I had opened, the videos I had watched, I know what lips like that used to look do on some of the stuff I used to watch. And sometimes the thought would come to my head, and you know what? I had to fight for my mind back. I had to cast that thought down, bring that thought captive to obedience to Christ. I don't want you to think it's impossible, but you have to be, you have to be rooted in Christ and you have to fight back because if you just try to get the thought out your head, it ain't going to work. You have to fight back with scripture. You have to fight back with scripture. And this is why I'm telling you the importance of having a relationship with the Lord, because I'm telling y'all. You can't tell certain people this. Let me tell you something. And this really going to stir the pot. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let me say this. The devil is a lie. First and foremost, the devil is a lie. Mark, you better tell them. They laughing. But this is the truth. This is the truth. The devil is a lie though. When you open up those doors of pornography, when I tell you that stuff ain't real, you got stepmama and stepson, stepdad and stepdaughter, it might be something, oh, my coach took me home after school. Oh, my friend's mom left. Do you know that stuff gets so deeply enrooted into your brain, in your heart? It made me uncomfortable around things I would never do. Because I can go to my friend's mom's house knowing I would never cross that line, never even looked at my friend mama like that, but because I watched that video, now I'm uncomfortable being alone in the room with my friend mama because now I'm thinking about what happened in that video and what would happen if my friend mama tried me. Man, this... I don't, I don't think y'all understand, man. Like, this real. This real. This real stuff. I'm telling you, y'all ain't got to believe me, man. 
You open up them doors and I'm talking about you done seen so much amateur and all this other stuff. Man, it, it makes you insecure. It makes you insecure. Let me tell you, one time I was dating this chick. Like really one of the first girls I dated. And it's so funny. This is a funny story. I'll tell this whole story one day like, later on. But it was so funny. But I was dating this chick. And her neighborhood was right next to mine. And I walked to her neighborhood to go, you know, hang out with her or whatever. She had, like, I wasn't one of those guys that tripped about, like, girls having male friends. I, I've just never been that type of guy. Because I've always had my fair share of female friends and just never crossed that line. But it's so funny because when I went to go see her, we was real young. We was like under 18. So when I went to go see her, I was coming down the street. She was laying on the, in the grass in some leaves. And it was like five dudes standing around her in a circle. So just imagine where my mind went. Man, I went through them leaves so fast, you would have thought I was Rock Lee. I went over there so fast, man. Boy, man, look, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on over here? And she just laying down the ground, and they just standing up in a circle around her like they finna anoint her. Like, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? Because my mind was so tainted, it couldn't have been nothing positive you could have told me about that situation. Now, I'm running through the leaves. Like, y'all like, what's what, what going on? What, hey, what, what's going on? Hey, 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 what's going on? It's five dudes, one girl. I'm confusion. You know? So... When you open up that door, you have to take that to God. Like I said, it was times where I would go into detail with the Lord and I would describe every emotion I felt from the time I was tempted to the time I went and washed my hands. You know? Just, just, just being honest. Like it was times I'd be laying in bed and I'll get the urge and God be like, don't do it, son. And I'll get right up out the bed and go do it. So, don't think that God is not there for that emotions. Because you can't tell that stuff to other people. Imagine if you told your closest friend your most perverted thought. Man, I remember one time, I think I was doing something. And the enemy was just like, you could really kill her and hide her body in the backyard. Nobody will know. I'm like, what in that? What in the world did that thought come from? 
Why am I over here plotting a murder attempt for somebody I don't even want to hurt? Like, come on. When you talk to people, you need to tell people, hey, man, look, I'm struggling. Pray for me in this area. Be vague. Be, be vague. You can say, look, I'm, I'm dealing with lust. I'm dealing with anger. I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that. You can say all of that. But you better go to God about the details. Because when you don't talk about the details, when you don't talk about the things that very much bother you, it's a buildup. And then you start feeling so enclosed and you start feeling like I can't share this with nobody. Or if I tell somebody this, I'll never be looked at the same. Listen, you ain't got to tell nobody. Take it to the Lord. Because the worst thing you could probably do is show, because if you tell somebody in detail and they don't accept it the way you think they should accept it, then that's when the spirit of offense and the spirit of rejection come into your life. That's why everybody needs a therapist. Because at the end of the day, you pay that therapist to hear all your stuff. Whether they judge you or not, it don't matter. You have an outlet to get it out. It's a lot of things you can tell your friends, but it's a lot of things you can't. But you serve a God. You serve a God that you don't have to hide these emotions from him. He gave up his life on the cross to die for every sin that you committed and would commit. So stop having a hard heart towards the Lord when he is the only one you can lean on. This is why the Bible says love God and only God, serve God and only God. That's it. And see, Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you. This is what we have to understand. This is what I want everybody to understand. You can't be tenderhearted if you got a hard heart. You can't be kind to one another unless you're tenderhearted. You can't be tenderhearted unless you start forgiving one another. You can't be tenderhearted and unforgiving. It don't go hand in hand. And then it says, as God in Christ forgave you. You know, when you start breaking down in detail, some of the thoughts that you have, some of the feelings that you have, some of the emotions that you have, it, it shows you how much forgiveness you need as a person. And you know what? When I start looking at it from that point of view, like, Lord, I need a lot of forgiveness. Oh, how much easier it became to give forgiveness. You know, it's so easy for us to point fingers and be like, I don't like this guy because he gossip. I don't like this girl because she's loud and she's obnoxious. And I don't like this girl because she she's She's mean and she's rude. You don't know what that person went through to get to that point. 
you don't know what that person went through to where they became a gossip. You don't know what that person went through because before they became a complainer. You don't know what that person went through before they became um, angry. It's so easy for us to judge the person in the midst of the sin. But when you ask God to open up your spiritual eyes and you ask God to reveal to you the true uh, discerning reason why people are the way they are, it gives you something to pray about. When the last time you prayed away the things you don't like in, in somebody else? You know why? You ain't. Because we're so quick to say, that's not my problem. God, that's you. You got to deal with them. Pray for them. Because God gave that person free will. So if that person chose to be a gossip, God not going to intervene on that until somebody pray for his intervention. When last time you prayed for the person that you just couldn't stand, that coworker you couldn't stand, that family member, whoever, I don't care who it is. When last time you prayed for them? When last time you prayed something off of somebody's life? When you see people over here coming into agreement with things that you know are demonic, when the last time you took that to the Lord and said, Lord, I have these coworkers or I have these friends that they do an astrology and they and they go get psychic readings and they have entered into a lot of covenants with the enemy, Lord, that they ignorantly don't know they're doing. Lord, I pray that you give them a change of heart, Lord. I pray that you show them mercy until you, Father God, call them into themselves, Lord. Do not let the enemy oppress them, Father God, in this time right now because they don't know what they do. Because last time I checked, when Jesus Christ was on the cross and we was in the middle of our sin, crucifying his son, he said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. When the last time you said, Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. When you heard your name was out there in circulation, and they was speaking things about you, when did you say, Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do? Lord, they don't understand that they're putting their mouth on the anointed one, Lord. When? Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. I just pray over every single person whose ears has touched this life, Father God. I pray right now, Father God, that this message just resonate on their heart, Father God. If they miss some of it, Lord, lead them to the video on YouTube where they can rewatch it later on at another time, Father God. Lord, right now, Father God, we just uplift your mighty name, Lord. We pray that you uh, renew a new spirit in us, Lord. Create a clean heart in us, Father God. Unharden our hearts, Father God. Soften our hearts towards you. Give us a heart of praise. Give us a heart of worship. Give us a heart of thankfulness towards you, Father God. 
We thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We bless your holy name, Lord, Father God. We uplift you in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you so much, Father God, for your blessing, Lord. We thank you so much, Father God, for your thanks. We thank you so much, Father God, for your praise. Lord, Father God, we ever thank you and praise you and just love you, Father God, and just receive your love. And in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Thank y'all for listening to CSP with Jesus and me. See y'all next time.